This episode of the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast is brought to you by the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast. If you're in the market for funny banter and great discussion revolving around the latest theatrical releases, check out the Midwest Film Nerds Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, or right at MidwestFilmNerds.com. Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John, and here with me today is Brian. Hey. And from the Midwest Game Ner- ah, Midwest Film Nerds, we have Alex. Hello. And newcomer to the realm of podcasting, my homeboy, Corey. Yo. As always, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about the second expansion in Destiny, House of Wolves, and we'll briefly touch on The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Uh, before we do that, if you do shop at Amazon, and we know that you do, please do so through amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com. A small portion of the money you spend makes its way into our hands at the network and will help us continue to bring you content that you enjoy. Thank you to Au for our theme song called Materia Mosh. You can check out more of his tunes at soundcloud.com slash A-H-H-O-O-H. All right. Has anybody been playing anything other than Destiny and The Witcher? Yes. Okay, you go first. So Willie, Willie's finally in the next generation. We got him a PS4 for his bachelor party. Congratulations, Willie, but, on your marriage. Yeah, congratulations to Willie at the top of this episode because I forgot to do it on the film there. So I did it at the end of the last <laughs> it's all one. all good. But, I'm sure he forgives you. Yeah. Um, he, he won't listen to it anyway, even though he's not on it. But uh, <laughs> we finally got to do some Dying Light. He and Nick and I hopped on Dying Light and... Uh, just kind of trotted around around a little bit more. And I will say the game is more fun with more people playing, that's for sure. But I feel like I'm still like, I don't know. I'm just kind of fatigued on the open world thing and the combat in the game doesn't feel very refined to me. And it might just be that I'm so early on that I don't have a lot of abilities unlocked. But to me, it's just kind of like, oh my God, there's a zombie. Keep pressing R2 until you can't do it anymore. How, how long... Have you played the game actually? Not much. That's the thing. Okay, I'm, yeah, I'm me too. Super early on. I love the game, dude. It's I, I think it's one of the best games that's come out in the past like four years, probably. How much do you love the game? I think I've heard about it. I this love that game times. very, very much. <laughs> and actually I, I was gonna mention because you brought it up that the Bozak Horde expansion just came out. So uh if anybody wants to kill Is some zombies in horde mode, let's let's do that. Bozak cord or Bozak Bo- Horde. Bozak, Bozak cord? Horde. Okay. That that was the first um the first expansion pass or season pass thing. It's right? part of the first season pass. They okay. they've released already f- like three other expansions, quote unquote. Yeah. One of which was just weapons. The other one was like costumes, and then one was like two side missions that don't really do anything. So, but where are the dune buggies? The dune buggies are coming. Hopefully, mm. I don't really see myself picking it up on my own much but it's if, it is way more fun with other people if nick and willie are on or nick and gojo are on or they're all on then i'll probably hop into it but it's one of those things where i just it's not my type of thing i'll just kind of hop on it's not like gta i still haven't touched the story of gta i'll hop on online if everybody else is doing other stuff yeah. so you know that's cool i have got other things i want to play like destiny but anything we'll else that. other than dying light that's pretty much it for me so right on Corey. anything for you or no um, I bought Mortal Kombat a little bit before you guys did the podcast on it. Um, How do you feel about that game? Visually, I am absolutely amazed by it. Um, did weird. you did you play the 2011 Mortal Kombat Nine? 
Yes, I did. And I was very, very impressed by it. It yeah. was everything that I didn't know that I wanted in a fighting game. Yep. <laughs> and uh, because I don't really play fighting games anymore. I Not just, since Marvel versus Capcom. Exactly. Like the very first one for PlayStation, the only one that's yeah. awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, like Mortal Kombat 9 was awesome. And when Mortal Kombat 10 came out, I got it like a few days later, started playing it, and I was just really shocked at like how much attention to detail that they put into all the texturing. And um, I mean, like Scorpion, he's got like sweat beating on his like body all the time and shit, and everybody's like always got like- his body's these, so moist. It's, very, it's a very hard, <laughs> moist body. Hard, moist <laughs> bodies. So needless to say, Something I mean, you should go without saying he's my favorite character. I think he's so. pretty much everybody's in well, a way yeah. because I mean, he goes no. to the gym. I mean, I'm a sub zero guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, he works out. The guy lifts, so I can respect that. I mean, like, I'm usually a sub zero guy because oh, like sub zero is awesome. Well, he is awesome, and I was him for Halloween when I was like seven. So <laughs> I think I'm I think everybody was actually because I was yeah. too. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I, my costume was better than yours, but anyways. <laughs> But yeah, Scorpion, awesome. Like all the characters are cool. The story mode took forever to unlock, but when it did, I actually enjoyed it and I didn't know that you could make a story mode out of a I was gonna say, fighting did, game. Did you so. feel that the story mode from the 2011 version was better or worse than the current? Well, from what I hear and understood from your guys' last podcast was that it um, actually uh, ties into Mortal Kombat 10, but I don't know that because I only played against friends of mine and stuff. Oh, like that. so you never actually oh, played the story mode. So no. missed out. Yeah, that's what I hear. And uh, <laughs> But I, like I said, it was everything that I wanted in just a fighting game. Yeah. I didn't do the story mode. So, but I mean, the Mortal Kombat 10 one is really cool. I really like how they expanded on like the characters and really delved deep into like, you know, Johnny Cage's personal life with Sonya Blade and yeah. his daughter, Jax's daughter and all those. A messy divorce. Messy divorce. And when you're dating, you know, a general of, of an army. She can get pretty bitchy or whatever. But anyways, yeah, it was really good. I feel like nobody really cares about it anymore though. It's I mean, it's it's weird. I don't I don't feel like the uh a lot of the online stuff caught on. I don't know how no. many people are doing like the faction war stuff anymore, but dude, I don't know. like seriously, I I bought Goro because I didn't pre-order the game. Yeah. I have yet to play as him. <laughs> I yeah. mean, if that says anything, I mean that, and like I bought Destiny. Uh, well, you've been hitting Destiny pretty hard. So. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I've been like desperately trying to keep up with you guys. We'll talk about that. We'll get right. into that. Okay, more like catch up. But anyways, yeah. yeah, Mortal Kombat 10 was really the only other game. Nothing else. Time. Well, I mean, like Dying Light, but like for like 30 minutes, like yeah. Alex did. Like, yeah, that's about it. Well, I have it on Xbox, and so does Jason. So we should totally. And so do I. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's all. We about. need. We need to play that four player. Yeah, tear that shit up. Let's do it. Brian, anything else or no? Just Destiny and The Witcher, from what I remember. Pretty much, I kind of figured. Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm the same way. I haven't played anything else. I've I've downloaded like all the freebies. Did you play Witcher? No, I okay. I was planning on buying it, and I just haven't had time to even play it because House of Wolves came out, and we I was so hell bent on getting through House of Wolves. You're yeah. Supposed to be doing a podcast on The Witcher, if I'm not mistaken. Well, this correct? we're we're just doing. I mean, we're we're kind of just. Or initial thoughts, like mainly from Brian. Yeah, uh, I have okay. a few questions for him um, it, regarding it. But it was unrealistic to do both in one episode, especially since I'm the only one that's played it. Yeah, and I barely right. scratched the surface of that game. I only saw like a, a IGN channel. Um, it was some channel on Sling TV, but um, 
or watch up or something like that. I don't know what it was. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw like it wasn't like a review of it. It was just a synopsis of the story. Mm-hmm. And I was interested in like how they were telling it for like the first like 45 seconds. And then it got so complicated and confusing. And I just thought, why would anybody want to play this game? <laughs> I mean, it's like it has so many different turns and twists and Brian opening beer. And it's, it's <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, we'll we'll get into The Witcher. Um, yeah. <clears throat> before we do that, though, friend of the podcast, David Steele, messaged us on Facebook and asked, is anybody going to pre-order the Mad Max game and where should I pre-order it from? I haven't looked into who has what pre-order bonuses. According to the official site of the game, MadMaxGame.com, pre-ordering gets us the bonus Ripper fully upgradable Magnum Opus car body. And from the little bit of research that I did, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I don't think there. I don't think there's any store exclusives, thankfully. Yeah. So I, I when I messaged David back, I asked him, you know, like, or I, I told him about how you and Brian both have the Best Buy Gamer Club. Yeah. However, that works. And it, what's the percentage discount you get? You get twenty percent. So basically, any sixty dollar game that comes out, you're paying forty eight bucks plus tax. Right. That's a deal. So yeah. I would say, David, if you're listening, you should definitely look into maybe doing that because it does pay for itself over time if you buy a lot of games and the nice thing is i don't know if mad max is one of the games but there are select games that they pick throughout the year where if you pre-order it you'll get a ten dollar reward certificate later on oh see so that's you're nice. basically paying 48 plus getting another 10 right now i've got i think 20 dollars worth of rewards at nice. best buy plus i'm only gonna have to pay another 28 to get a game are any of so. you guys planning on picking up mad max Yes. I've only recently Although I may read it. reviews before I review. See, yeah, I'm I'm like I because of how good the movie was, I'm I really want to buy this game, but I feel like I should probably wait a little bit just because I know there like all these the different fiascos revolving pre-orders and games being garbage. I don't want to deal with that, but it looks really cool. I think if there's some form of online mode where it's basically twisted metal, oh I'm I'm God, on board like amazing. 100% for that. So yeah, I'm I'm kind of iffy on it. I think I really, really did love the movie, but um, I know that a few previews kind of came out in the past week, and people have been kind of like, I feel like the movie did this game a disservice by being so good. People are going to be expecting a lot of spectacle and a lot of like rich storytelling in the game, and it's not necessarily going to have all that. Like, there's no like, I feel like a lot of the things that I loved about the movie aren't going to be in the game. But well, it, it's a different storyline. And that's a, that's cool, and which all. is fine. Like I, and that's <laughs> having a different storyline is okay, but if it, it needs to be compelling too, with uh, not- with the influx of open world games, I think that's a perfect universe for that kind of game, especially one where like you have to go around and like junk out cars and like take shit from them and like totally build, build your magnum opus. Like, I mean, I think that's really cool. It'll be interesting to see. Like I know, like there's the whole scrapping and salvage kind of thing going on. So I I do want to watch more of like the previews and stuff, but right. At the moment, I'm iffy on it. Not to mention it comes out the same day as Metal Gear Solid Five, so I wouldn't Ooh. touch it for a few Well, I'm sure down. we're going to hear plenty about all of these games with E3 Nick, coming up. So Nick will gladly come on and talk about Mad Max because he, he, that's a day one purchase for him. Oh, I, I figured as much. Yeah. But yeah, I mean that's with E three coming up. You know, we'll probably we'll do a little bit of tweeting like during the day, like while it's while it's happening, and then uh, I'd like to do just an E three wrap up episode so we can totally. cover everything that gets uh, uncovered at E three. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what about you guys? Are you, are you planning on picking up Mad Max, Corey? Or is that you've just seen a few previews? You uh, don't even yeah, it's um, Savage Road, something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't even know. I think, I think it's just called Mad Max, but I oh, think okay. it's something, the Savage Road or something. It has something to do with Savage Road. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's That's not like, Fury Road. It's a different road. Right. Yeah, no, I, no I've no, i only seen like a couple of things for it. So. Yeah, I mean, the initial trailer they, they put out was pretty cool. I mean, explaining the mechanics of the game and how yeah. it works. And it was really well done. It had cool music. The, the voiceover guy was like, he had a nice, like, he didn't have an abrasive, like weird, annoying sounding voice. Like, mm-hmm. It was well done. So I, I mean, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I'll probably pick that up. So I don't know where I've been buying games at GameStop just because that's where I trade them all in. But I think the best buy thing is probably the best way to go because of the deal you it's get. It's a sweet deal. I've already had it pay for itself yeah. Yeah. a couple times over. Uh, yeah, if you look at, I think it's either thirty or forty dollars. So basically, 30. if you yeah, if you buy three games, then it's paid for itself. Already. Right. Hmm. So if oh. you buy three games within, I think the two years that you get it for. I think yeah, it's thirty dollars for two years. If you're gonna buy three games in two years, yeah. it's worth the money, right? I've bought three games in a day before. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <clears throat> I live a sad life. All right. Other than that, let's talk about The Witcher Three. We can't really do a full review because the only one who's played it is Brian. Um, and I, like I said, I've barely scratched right. the surface. So, but first and foremost, so you played like twelve hours of it. Right? Uh, about nine. <laughs> yeah, it's huge, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah, I mean, it was like two hundred. I think if you do everything, two hundred some odd hours. If you do all the side quests, and like forty-eight Jesus. or so. If you just if you stick just to the story, the story, which even that's a long story if you think yeah. about it. Um, first and foremost, shout out to the friend of the Midwest Podcast Network, Youp, for posting in the game manual on our Facebook page after I complained last episode that games do no, they no longer come with manuals. And he posted that and was like, check it out, guys. <laughs> what? Did he so, post like a picture of, of actual, the manual from oh, he, wow. I believe he bought it on Xbox. I don't remember. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, thanks for bringing that to my attention, Youp. And uh, that actually kind of makes me want to buy it just because it comes with a manual. <laughs> well, no I feel like I kind of have to now because I brought it up about how disappointed I was games don't have manuals anymore but Vote with your dollar yeah so i think that's pretty cool uh in general brian thus far how do you feel about the witcher 3 um honestly for uh, saying honestly again honestly stop pointing it out and we won't notice anymore i, ca- I can't stop no. i didn't notice it honestly you didn't okay, <laughs> okay. well um anyways uh it's Truthfully, how do you feel about it? Just say it's shitty, man. It's okay. <laughs> no, no, it's good so far. Okay. It it starts off a lot slower than the uh, second game. So, I mean, I feel like I haven't really seen much of anything yet. But all the little side Except quests and stuff I've done so far. Nudity. Sorry. Yeah, I was yes, gonna, I did what? see what? that. From I was afar. gonna, I was gonna ask you, like, if I know you're not terribly far into it, but do you already find yourself getting lost in side quests, like right off the bat. Yeah, pretty much. I actually, I made a point to leave the starting area, which is pretty big, honestly, and and uh, just to to see what else was out there, you know. But um, there's so much to do in just the the one town that you start in, which is a tiny little village, right? But it's got this whole surrounding area of all kinds of shit. I don't know. It's it's a beautiful game for the most part, but I do feel like I mean I've seen that a lot of people are bitching about it not looking as good. Yeah, I was going to thought that it up. would. That's actually and, something that I noticed just from watching trailers and stuff like that. Like the in gameplay, the final game doesn't look as good as you thought it would. I yeah, I mean everybody made such a huge deal about it. Like all my friends in my Facebook feed are like posting yeah. pictures. Like, I finally got it. Like a lot of my friends in uh, 
in uh, Europe bought it for it's like 70 euros over there which that's is, that's like a hundred dollars yeah, here that's in, well not really but it's insane and they're all like you know going ape shit over this game and i mean the I series mean, I, I has just, a huge following i mean it has a huge following yeah that's probably has something to so. do with it but when i looked at you know how the graphics look i wasn't impressed at all it probably even has a bigger following in europe because it's actually a polish studio that produces the game well and the the witcher oh, is dude, I, there probably is nothing. Yeah, there, there, there's, a, there's a apparently Polish. a Witcher movie from 2000 something. It's like a what? it's a book series from like a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, well that oh, I know that's where okay. it originally is from. But yeah, I know nothing about the following. They've done a movie and like a TV series or something too. So do you feel as though the like Project Red misrepresented their game? I don't think they did it like purposely like some studios might. Not to mention any names, <laughs> but uh Ubisoft. <laughs> I mean, it's it's, it's it's everybody. Like, I don't understand why this is a thing anymore. Uh, it's like, everybody except like, like Konami and Kojima Productions because that shit's he's top the notch. Only one. Hell yeah! And you is. know what? It's taken him like a decade to get the goddamn game out. And yeah, he had to write a new friggin' wait. When did a new engine? Come out? Uh, two thousand eight. So it's it's was not it quite a nine? decade. It was it's eight. getting. Oh, there. it was eight. Yeah, yeah. it's getting there. But I, it's it's just one of those things where it's like there are no games that come out nowadays that look as good as the first trailer did. Never. Just stop blowing smoke up Doesn't our asses. Happen. That's Actually, not a big deal. Destiny to me. looks better than it did. That's true. It <laughs> Maybe does. Destiny. When we beta tested it, I was thoroughly disappointed in the graphics. And then when the final version came out, I was like, "This looks fucking great." I mean, and it was a beta. Like maybe right. it's a good thing the beta came out because maybe it like. Maybe it lowered my expectations, stuff. right? Which is probably is the case. And you know, like everybody's like, "Oh my god, look how good the battlefield thing looks!" Or, "Oh, these are all bull shots that came out." Yeah, they all are because it always is. Like it's not right. things are never going to look as good as you expect them to. It's that's the fact of this world. Things are on dev kits that have somewhat different hardware, or they're being programmed on PC, and that's nothing that your console's ever going to touch. So it's I don't know why anybody like. Why is there so much outcry? The the watchdogs thing I get because if, oh, you can, was, if you can write a mod that makes it look like it used to, you didn't even have to write a mod. It was built into the game and they dumped see, it down. That's well, not the and that's, case with The Witcher. I mean, they don't try to hide all the options away. Yeah. See, that's when you when Brian when I you explained to me expected how expected it to be more optimized than it is. When you explained to me how in depth the customization of the graphical settings are, I was like, well, maybe people just aren't cranking it, like. Well, and the maybe they don't is, have systems that can handle it. CD Projekt Red is known for putting out like content for their games for a long time. There's a good chance that yeah, they'll the update optimal, it over time. They just yeah, they, it, the the last two games had an enhanced edition for PC, which added and fixed all kinds of shit. Yeah, and it was of no charge to the people that already bought the they, game. They were probably just tired of postponing it and putting it yeah. off, and they just wanted to get it out. And if it, but at if the, the same time, I feel like it could have used a little bit longer. Because I'm not gonna. Get I'm not it. talking about just the graphics issue. There's just random bugs. Like I saw yeah. a menu UI bug where something was like in. Um, like some tag language or something and not yeah. actually saying what it was supposed to. And that's just, I mean, it's a huge game. I understand, but it's been in development a long time. I just don't expect to see stuff like that within the first few hours of playing a game. And just today I was trotting along on my horse and came up to this campfire that's supposed to be surrounded by like 10 people, but 
nine of them didn't pop in until I was right there in like two feet from them. And that, that's just kind of ridiculous. Well, yeah, but here's the thing. CD project red is like 200 people. Assassin's Creed games have like 1100 people that touch them. Right. And like six they're different using studios. the same engine and tech from the last game that came out. And they still have insane bugs like ships, ships being lifted out of the yeah. sea and all kinds of dumb stuff like Props that. Props to CD Projekt Red for so, making a whole new engine that's pretty fucking awesome, honestly. And the fact that there's like a few bugs here and there and only like 200 people worked on it for how many years? Yeah. I, you know... Props to them because that's yeah. I'm they sure they'll be honest. Effort into it. They've already rolled out at least two patches. I want to say, yeah. and um, they plan on rolling out more. I think the only reason the graphics are not a little better than they are right now on PC is because they were focusing so much on getting it to run yeah. in a sweet spot on the consoles. Right. Well, I guess knowing my personal gaming habits in terms of how much I've played Skyrim and other open world games. Should I buy this game? I I think if you get past the initial like shock of how different it is from playing Skyrim or any other RPG you've probably played, you you will actually enjoy it. And there's a lot of free roaming, but it doesn't feel like completely like pointless, right? Compared to some open world games, and the actual quest lines, like all the side quests that I've done so far, were unique. And they were cool. And I've only played the game for nine hours. So, I mean, that's cool. Like, hunting monsters and shit is something you... That's an experience I've never seen in any other game other than Witcher series. Yeah. And it's really cool because you actually have to go through steps of, like, investigating what you're hunting down, figuring out their weaknesses, mm. setting traps. You have to track them. What about, like, uh, track them? Monster Hunter? I have never played Monster Hunter. Okay. I think you hunt monsters in that game. <laughs> I'm not saying it's the only game you hunt monsters. I'm saying it's the only game you hunt monsters in this way. Oh, okay. I don't know. How would you know? You haven't played Monster Hunter. <laughs> Man. <laughs> it's the only game I've played. He's just being a dick. A big, a huge dick hole. <laughs> dick. Dick. Dick hole. All right. Anyways. So that's enough about the Witcher. All dick holes. <laughs> Um, before we jump right into House of Wolves, I want to backtrack a second. Corey, you're a little late to the game in respect to Destiny. Correct. Having now completed the initial story mode, what are your general thoughts on the base game known as Destiny? Hmm. Uh, well, I guess I should start from, I guess, my roots of my Xbox One experience. Uh, the first games that I got when I bought the system were Dying Light, and um titanfall and hey. yeah and i love titanfall and you played 30 minutes of dying light i played 30 minutes of dying light <laughs> and then i was like oh let's see what titanfall is like and like holy shit like this is puts you right in the shit the second that you touch the freaking ground it's I awesome i've played a couple hundred hours of that game yeah i mean i've i love it i love that gameplay so when I wanted to switch to Destiny. I went in expecting the wrong things mm -hmm. from it. I went in expecting, you know, fast-paced, um, just all-out warfare and, you know, running on walls, parkour, stuff like that, and getting into a giant mech and, you know, just yeah, things no, like that. Yeah, no, that's Titanfall. Yeah, I know. That's what, you know, I had those expectations. I knew that it wasn't going to have all that, but I, I wanted at least that fast-paced thing. So 
what I did when I first started the game, my guardian that I started with was uh, a warlock, which if you come from Titanfall and you expect that kind of speed, and then you're <laughs> starting the game with a warlock, that's not exactly how it's going to go. So I was very discouraged with the game the first like two hours. I leveled up the guy to like six. I talked to somebody from work who played the game as well. He's like, dude, try being a hunter. And then I did that, and I liked it a lot better. The guy could run faster. He, it wasn't as annoying to play. Um, but yeah, as far as the actual story goes, the base story, um, yeah, I mean... It was fun. I got used to it over time. Um, I do like the uh, weapons upgrade system. Uh, I like the armor upgrade system. I uh, very much, I don't know, I, I actually enjoy now um, the whole open world. This is my first open world game. So I enjoy the whole open world aspect of it. The fact that like I'll be trying to complete a mission and then some Joe Blow will just like come in and like be like, hey, you need help with those fucking, you know, dregs or some shit? And then like, you <laughs> I, know, I think you're, you're it's more massively multiplayer online gaming. Yeah. You're confusing that with open world. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, yeah that yeah. one. But yeah, no, I mean, it's, I think Destiny's a great uh, intro into the open world. Sorry, now I'm doing it. The uh, massively multiplayer online gaming okay. like universe, like having, Mm-mo. especially because it's, the community okay, of people that play are very willing to help. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Like they're not total dicks. Oh, they okay are. Wait till you start doing the trials of Osiris. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, which I'm sure you guys. I saw are more teabagging today than I than have I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, awesome. So much teabag yeah. all over us. Yeah. Now I, I know you've played a lot of the Crucible in an effort to level up. Do you enjoy that player versus player aspect more so than the player versus environment? Depends on the level that you're at and the character, the uh, guardian that you're using. I did my first crucible match with uh, a warlock. I played one uh, clash and then I just completely abandoned it because it was just pointless. I was at like yeah. level four. Uh, like I said, I got to level six, abandoned that and then started with my hunter, which is now at level 25. Uh, once I started doing that with the more mm, versatile character, um, it became a lot more fun. I do enjoy it. Uh, you know, with the upgrades that you get, like the, extended double jump and I'm a real death from above kind of guy of Far Cry 4. I really like the getting into the gyrocopter and shooting the grenade launcher. So I kind of tend to bring that into the uh, crucible aspect of it and I'll jump up really high and shove a rocket right in somebody's face. It's really I try fun. to make everything I do really theatrical when I play <laughs> destiny. Like oh, I yeah. like to jump up like above someone as my hunter and then do, do a blink strike and it just like Ooh, I, nice. I just imagine it, even though I'm looking at it through first person, I imagine it looking really fucking cool to everybody else. <laughs> and I'm always like, hey, guys, did you see that? <laughs> like, <laughs> even though nobody's really paying attention to what I'm doing, because I'm like off, like killing something else that everybody else is like avoiding. Like, <laughs> and I know Nick has a video of you as a Titan taking down the walker in the Sepix Prime. Yeah. It, oh, he videoed that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we need it. to post mm. that because I just ran out and then just jumped and then did my double jump and then just came down and. Did the smash? It was it was good. Yeah. That's one of my that was one of my favorite moments. Yeah, he he has the video. He enjoys it. You're gonna have fun with that uh, warlock Nova bomb then. Oh, I love the Nova oh, bomb God. already, man. That thing's amazing. There's nothing more satisfying than ruining a bubble over a capture point with a Nova <laughs> yeah, bomb. Yeah, can you do that? Yeah, yes. do that. It's oh, so beautiful. Man. You get like four kills at Those once. Those bubbles. I swear to God, man, they drive Space me insane. Space magic. They're Those pretty pretty magic, brutal indeed. 
See, See that um, makes the that makes the warlock actually sound really interesting to me. But I well, know that the, the thing, next like, character I, I'm going to level up is going to be a titan. The first anyways. time I played as a warlock, I was like, "This guy is stupid. I don't want to do this." Exactly. But the, the more I play as the warlock, the more I see its usefulness. I think yeah. the warlock is probably the hardest to get used to in the beginning. It's definitely because it is like the slowest. I'm impatient. Like, it's right probably off the, the most versatile later on. Right off the bat, it's the slowest. Yeah. But as you start actually <clears throat> unlocking everything, you get to the point where you do feel more powerful than other things, and you can actually take on other strategies and things like that. And like, there's really different ways to play as a warlock, and and it hmm. works the best for me. But I would okay. say it's it's the easiest class by far to solo things with. Yeah. Really? Because yeah. you get that free self-resurrection. Yeah. Oh, that's, really? And once, once you get your, the subclass is Sunsinger and you can self-res once you like, it's, I think it's one of the last ones you unlock, if not the, the last one. But basically like once you get to doing, you haven't done any nightfalls yet because they've been too, too tall or too. He's too only high. like 25 right now. Yeah. Right. Like with the nightfall, I don't know if you, it's a strike, but if you die in the nightfall, then you get sent back to orbit. You don't get to. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, if everyone dies, you yeah. get sent back. But if you try to cheese it and do it by yourself. And there's no, there's no okay. respawning. Like you can, nobody can even walk up to you and respawn you. So, or no. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you what? can. Never mind. That's okay. So it's else. just like any other. Strike? There's no respawn timer. Yeah. There's oh, no respawn timer. Okay. So you have to be revived by, by, by somebody else. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what I meant. So oh, you okay. have to be revived. And then if everybody dies, then you go right back to the beginning. Yeah. And you have to start over. Oh, everything. from the very yeah. space. They oh. kick you out into orbit and you have to start over completely. Oh, that sucks. So as the warlock that has that, it's easy for me to hang back and let the other two people do other things. And then if they die, I can run in there and revive both of them and if I die I can self-res and get oh that's awesome or if I'm the last one alive and I get killed then I self-res and I come Hmm. back the downside of that is usually like sit on your full super bar for the entire time you're doing the burn it into your plasma because you have a plasma TV right I don't have to worry about about that that. yeah do you Corey feel as though the game lives up to this love hate hype that we've kind of put on it here on the podcast Um, this is the Game that shall not be named. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. So uh, you're enjoying it now. Like, oh I mean, God. at first I know it was hard. My but. girlfriend hates me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's one of the, one of the things we told Jason was that if you start playing this game, your girlfriend yeah. will hate you. Like yeah. that just could, happens. Yeah. No. Yeah. She, so. I mean, I ask her, but I mean, I have a really bad guilty conscience. I ask her pretty frequently, like, is the gaming getting pretty annoying? Like, I mean, are you getting upset about it? She's like, no, it's fine. But then I just see the look on her face while I'm playing. It's like, just, what the hell else would you be doing? I don't know, man. I don't want to watch fucking the following or some shit like that. Once but, upon a time. Well, at least it's not like yeah. keeping up with the Kardashians or anything like that. She's not into that shit, but Good. who cares about, you know, whatever. Wow, you're lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. She's awesome. If you listen to this. You're sweet. <laughs> Anyways, so yes, so, I so mean you the love hate thing. Yeah. Yes, I mean I love it, and I just I it, you know when I'm doing the crucible thing, you hate it. I hate sometimes. it. Well, because sometimes you love it. See, here's the thing: because more. when you go into it, and like I'm at level 25, and I was playing it yesterday, I'm at level 25, and I go in, and there's like a dude that's at level seven. And a dude that's at like level like nineteen or something like that, I should be laying waste to these fuckers. But no, but no, because because they've played they, the game. They've played the game through. And it only dawned on me after I had gotten wasted. Well, no, not like even twenty not times. Even not that. even that. Like it doesn't matter. Like when you're playing Crucible, it doesn't matter. Like your level has no effect on how the game's played. It okay, they level the that. playing field for everybody. What it does oh, matter really? is how okay. many abilities you have unlocked yes. and right which, okay. abilities well, I, and abilities on your weapons and on your armor. Those all count. But your 
right. the damage that your weapons do. Like a full clip of of uh, auto rifle ammo will do the same damage in any auto rifle. Like so, like a Sidonia and Galahad like, and okay, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. I did not know that. You can have an exotic, you can have hard light and Galahad and they will do the same amount of damage per clip, but it's per clip. Interesting. So if something has more bullets, then it does less damage per bullet. See, this is what I was going to head into next because Corey being such a young gun in this game uh, and having already asked Brian and I a billion questions while we're (laughs) playing uh, little guardian. Is there anything else we can shed some light on? (laughs) Quote no. unquote. You've been waiting so long. I want. I've been waiting in this whole like episode to drop that one. <laughs> it's like uh, it was your destiny. Little light. What oh, a, hey. what a, what a radiant it. pun. <laughs> <laughs> that was really ascendant of you. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> He's still going. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I just- are you legitimately asking? Yeah, I'm asking. Like, is there any? Just, is, like, like what? Else, I mean, what other to... questions do you have? I mean, you. Some of the questions you've asked are like. I, it's it's like I can't even remember. Do you any just of shut them. up and play the game. Yeah, it was so it's, dumb. You it's the remember. kind of question where like if you would just play, you will figure it out. But you like I, you have this. Well, like, no, okay. Well, first of all, I'm a very inquisitive person. Anyways, I ask questions about everything because I want to know. I know. Right? I remember one time you and asked just my dad if a shirt made you look fat. So, yeah. And just it, saying. That kind of did. It didn't mean. <laughs> Why would you care? Anyways, who cares? I don't know because I anyway don't get you were fat, but you were 19, but that's okay. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> well, and I want to say, I feel that like had a lot to do with games. When I started this game and when I started out, like before you reached level 20 and people like you hear people talking about, oh, I, once you get to level 20, the experience doesn't really matter for your level and blah, 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 blah. And oh, here's the spin metal. Pick up the spin metal and get the spirit bloom and the relic iron. And you have nothing to upgrade with any of those. You're like, what the fuck exactly. is all this for? Yeah, because when I was playing with these two, they're like, dude, you want these well, uh, helium filaments? And okay, all this so stuff? I'm like, in, what am I going to do with that? In yeah, the exactly. first, going before on? they patched it, you used to be able to trade spin metal for marks. So you oh. could trade in spin metal and all the different materials to get Vanguard marks. Oh, interesting. You can't do that anymore. They, now you can do the other way around. Yeah, it's if the you other don't way around. have enough already. Okay. But it's Weird. just it's one of those things where I feel like there's so many currencies and so many materials and different like you don't know what the rep system is and you don't understand like it's, there's so many yeah. different things. You're well, like, oh, what are these network keys that I picked up? Like, what is this going to do? Well, I mean, you, those get you a uh, They get you some glimmer. They yeah. tell so you that like, stuff if you go in your inventory and read it. But yeah, I mean, for the most part, like it, they do kind of, they leave a lot of the stuff to your imagination. But they, I think that kind of ties into the fact that like the game doesn't have a lot of story. And because of that, like because of the, uh, the grim grimoire card system, they want you to go to the website and do it and explore the game from more than just actually playing it. They want you to be a part of the community too. So like that kind of forces players to actually become part of the community. That's, that's one of the best parts about this game is the community backing behind it is incredible. It's, I think it's one of the most widely community supported games that I've ever seen. I and that's maybe that's one of the I still haven't opened up the I don't know if it's grimoire or grimmery I think it's grimmery I don't know for sure I'm gonna look it up right now but I have I still haven't opened it up I don't even know what one of those cards looks like I haven't read oh yeah dude so it's like it's one of those things again where in terms of like game design I feel like it's a poor choice but 
you know, it's clearly not like. Wasn't that how they like actually tell the story? Supposedly. 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 I think they should just turn it into a communal card game that you can play whenever you're at the tower or on the reef. Like, I think that would be cool. Like Magic the Gathering or yeah, Triple Triad. Maybe you can uh, like, like go to the uh, Postmaster and you have like a new comic in your mail or something. Sure. By the way, uh, Witcher 3 has, Why a, not? has a triple Here's a card. Triad. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Brian was telling was me about called? that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Gwent. Gwent. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, I don't know if it's Gwent or Gwent right here, wait a with second. a silent W. For, for everybody out there. Grimoire. Grimoire. See. All right. I don't even know. So it is Grimoire. Grimoire. This is Destiny Exposed. Yeah, it's I should like probably go spell... to Merriam Webster and see what actual people who know the. Isn't that like how, how you how spell armoire as well? I don't know. No. It's like a really goth. This is armoire. totally off topic. Yeah, anyway. Well, whatever. But do you, I mean, are there, do you have other Phonetic questions or are you more like now that you're at a higher level and, and you've played more of the game, are you more. It, like, are you able to figure these things out more so on your own? Yes, absolutely. Okay. I'm just a little bit pissed I'm off. I'm not at... convinced. I think we played a couple days ago. Seems like you haven't figured anything out. I mean, I don't have a problem doing it by myself. If that's no, what you're getting it's a, at, it's a communal game, but yeah. it's just, you ask a lot of questions. Yeah, dude, I, I'm not gonna explain it. Again. But I think but there's still there's still some in like the lessons that I learned back. You can probably listen to episode two and, and hear it. But the things of like. Once you get to level twenty five, what should you be doing? And the answer is sit there and there's do anything strike, you want. Strike playlists the whole time. Is that it? Like anything else is useless. It well, used now, to no, be. well okay. you luckily now, Corey, have two expansion packs that you get to go through like instantaneously. Like True. we had to wait for those. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it's gonna be I easier for you. See, here's the thing is you need to get get to like level twenty six. And then you'll be good because then you can start doing the story stuff. And once you get to twenty six, you're gonna like. Now that everything that you can buy from the Vanguard Quartermaster and all the Crucible people and the different, like, all of that stuff is at light level 36. As soon as you get 300 marks from either, like, on either of those, you're going to go right up to 32. Oh, okay. You'll be fine. Like, that's that's what you want. I'm at you this, want like, stagnant point right now. So. You want, yeah, you're stagnating right now because you want Vanguard rep so you can get to rank two or three to buy all the different stuff. And you want all the marks so that you can buy those things and then get up to 32. Oh, okay. That's what you want to do right now. Yeah, because I was just wondering. I'm like playing through things. I'm like, God, how long is this going to take? Exactly. Like, yeah. No, I, I mean, that is the biggest complaint level toward this game. Is, yeah, I mean, like it seems a like I shot up to 20 like it was, you know, nothing. Exactly. Just from doing Crucible stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm yeah, I'm just at a standstill pretty much. So I, I think right. learning between learning how level 20 goes and like after that that's all really important and, okay. and there's nothing to to show you how to do it so i think that's probably the biggest complaint yeah and I, I can't and ask questions because beforehand like it before the dark below it would have been you have to sit there and do those strikes over and over again like right that's, okay. what, that's all you could do and the raids but now that you can buy armor pieces that have as much light as the raid gear of crota's end You'll sit at thirty two as soon as soon as you have the rep and the marks to buy. Oh, okay. Stuff. Ooh, Crota. I just did fist of Crota last night. I attempted it. I got my ass handed to me. The uh, which one is is the first one? The strike or the raid? Um, no, it's no the it's mission. The, it's the, the mission. first mission. For I know Dark because Below. I've done it every for, day. Yeah, so for is, the last is it two weeks? Is that twenty six or is that twenty eight for, for Crota rep? I feel like it uh, might be twenty. It might be 24. Uh, it's 20, no, 20, 
Yeah, it's like 22, 24, and then like 28 or something. Okay. Maybe they allow it lower based on your level. I I set it at hard just so it could be at the same level. Interject with this one complaint about since they released the new expansion. Yeah, I'm just going to. That's right. (laughs) Well, we can can start fading into talking about House of Wolves now if you want. I mean, we talk rubbing your stomach. This one complaint. He's pushing out a fart. May I interject with a fart? (laughs) (laughs) Is that what he was doing? He's Pushing out a fart. May we have May a bathroom I, break? He, he squeezes himself down like a toothpaste tube with his I actual do. hands. Anyway, I actually, were you actually yeah, sorry, man. Same. I curl my legs up. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, it's like the, the the wicked witch of the east. <laughs> yeah. Any, anyways, inter, interject, <laughs> interject. <laughs> Way more toothpaste in this tube. Oh man. It's, it's getting hot in the room. Yes, it is. Air conditioning, so we're yeah. all we're losing we're it. Loopy. We're all right. So, anyway, injection. Since they introduced, or actually, right before they introduced um, House of Wolves, they phased out the blades of Crota that run around <laughs> the main world, and that does two things in my mind. One, it makes like if you're trying to do the. Crota's Bane, is that what the rep Crota's is? Bane, yeah. Right, yeah. If you're trying to do those missions, every fucking day they have a kill three blades of Crota bounty. On the every day. Control. And they well, only offer see, three to four bounties that you can actually do every day. But you were doing it wrong if you were using the random appearances anyway. It, no. The fastest way yes, to do I it. Yes, I know it is the fastest start, way. Yeah. But it, it completely eliminates any variety in that. And doing it every day, doing Fist of Crota three times every day, half of it, but no, is ridiculous. Like are you, are you they going, need to change the bounty. Are you going through the whole level? No. I'm yeah, just then saying, what are you complaining? They, it takes 10 minutes. Not even. It should be like all the other bounties where... They're designed to where you can kind of do them other than the story specific ones. They're like, like story mission specific ones. They're designed to be done like while you're doing other shit. And if, if you have to just keep doing that mission every time, half of it to get that, they should eliminate that bounty and put something else in its place. They basically broke it. I I, I don't think they, and broke the it. other downside is people like Corey, We'll never experience like the the, the random encounter, the random encounters with Blades of Crota, well, which were kind of cool. Wait, we did one fun. time though the first strike that we did together. That's remember? not a random. I'm talking about on patrol. Yeah, like you oh, used to be able to just run okay. into them on patrol. Now they have House really? of Wolves yeah. packs instead, okay. which is a nice evolution of the game for everyone that's been playing it. But it cheats people like you out right. of like but I don't, part of the content. I don't, I don't think that's like cheating much of the because all it was. Like to me, those encounters there were nowhere near and nothing like what you get out of House of Wolves. No, but you still like, no, need House them. Is the problem? No, no, no. Better. You, number one, you don't need them because regard. who the hell needs Crota's Bane anyway? Stop doing it. Brian but does. But the first few anymore. times, yeah. Now I don't. As of today, finally, yeah, I don't. Like, there's no <laughs> point. There's no point in doing any of the Crota unless you want experience, like I do, where I will gladly spend the five minutes to start that mission, get on my skiff. Go all the way into where those three yep, guys are. Yep. Throw a grenade, blow them all up, pull out my Vestian Dynasty, destroy his shield, throw another grenade, and he's gone. I'm done. I'm done in a minute, and then I just go and go out to orbit, and then I come right back down. 
It's but not. that's stupid. None of the other bounties Damn. are designed to yeah, have dude. to do the same story yeah, mission dude. three times. Yeah, that's and that's totally true. Good. But also, the, the the bounties are mostly designed so that you can only do one or two of them Hey, yo, together. this guardian right here, he a badass. You can only do one or two of the bounties <laughs> together at a time. Like the, the reason that they have all these different bounties are to make you go and do different things. Exactly. They don't want you to sit there and knock out all six bounties by going to one planet. All right, hey, why don't but you tell us how I'm you just really saying feel, man. a lot of those bounties you can knock out by doing other things, not other bounties necessarily, just like being out doing patrol and you can randomly finish other bounties. Yeah. That's not the case with that one specific one. You literally, that's the only option you have now. And that's stupid. That's fine. I didn't want to sit around and wait for them to pop up anyway. Anyways, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> Uh, do you guys want to take a break and like hash this out here. in the backyard or what? I think they're going to no. fight each other. Okay. Anyways, no, I want to talk about House of Wolves. I want to know what you guys thought about it. I think it's great How that they took f- away all the sort of Crota things on the planet. Moving along from that. <laughs> The, fine, I will start. I think the House of Wolves expansion is a great success to an extent. Um, what I would like, my my favorite part about it is the fact that I am not a PvP player at all. I do not like Crucible. I'm not a huge fan of the Trials of Osiris, if today's playthrough had any indication of that. We did um, awesome. We did terrible. 0-3. Oh, oh I think I like, by the t- the second death, like I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. Yeah, and I knew, I knew it too. But anyways, just, yeah. the fact that they've now created the Prison of Elders, I think is amazing because it gives those people who don't like PvP an opportunity to still get cool gear uh, that's not just, you know, PvP. Well, that's what that's what the raid was supposed to be. Right, you know? but the raids are hard. I mean, the raids are hard to find enough people to do them and be successful. Like that's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. But you know, with Prison of Elders, it's matchmaking, so you can jump in only on level twenty-eight, and that's fine. You still get sweet gear at level twenty-eight. Yeah. yeah. So I mean that, and that's cool because, like, for instance, me yesterday, I didn't even have a prison key going into it or whatever the the treasure keys. I got a treasure key in the last chest and then was able to open the big chest like in the prison of elders. Yeah. I hate doing PVP. So this was something for me that I really, really enjoy. And I'm really happy that they put it in because now I can jump in. I don't need other people around. I can just match, make myself in a level 28 set up a prison of elders and I'm good to go. Hey, so can I love I, uh, it. Ask yeah. a question. Sure. Real quick? Of course you can. Can you how tell many? a question? Can, oh, okay. can we tell how tight your shirt is right now? Very. It's, very tight. It's a Legend of Zelda Triforce t-shirt for anybody that cares. And it's tight. It's so tight. Anyways, do, would you mind telling everybody why you don't like PvP? Uh, because I'm not good at it. Because he doesn't play wow. it enough, like me. No, I mean, that's the thing. Mm. Like, when I used to play Call of Duty all the time and, like, Team Fortress 2, I was pretty damn good at playing PvP. I mean, dude, I, yeah. I dig that shit. No, and I mean, that's the thing. Like, I haven't played it enough, but I, I just, uh, it's not my thing. I, I've never been that into it, but when I did play and I played a lot, I was pretty good. You know, I don't want to, like, toot my own horn or anything. But with, with Destiny, it was definitely, like, from the get-go, I was not a fan of playing Crucible, and I just don't really like it. What, what modes did you play? I yeah. tried all of them just to make sure I was not just like 
you know, try I'm the new the, ones? I'm the same way. Like, I hate control. I'm not going to do really? death match. Yeah, or no, no, I actually no. like excuse control. Me. I feel I hate, like control is the most new friendly. Me. I hate Clash, and I hate uh, uh, whatever the Rumble? free-for-all is, Rumble. Yeah. Uh, but skirmish, skirmish and control are where it's at. Yeah, because you don't, like, even if yeah. you even if you die a lot you can still help the team out by going and capturing points and things like that like to me i mean maybe that's that's part of it because i usually i'm usually like a capture the flag or like a team warfare kind of player just like me like so played team fortress for the same reason i like having play two for it all the time yeah exactly family yeah when i was playing titanfall that's all i did was capture the flag i love capture the flag unreal tournament love capture the flag Like yeah, and that's probably I it. I just really I, wish they would have the, that. There's no capture the flag style game mode. The closest thing's probably control, and it's yeah. not even that close. But anyways, that's I mean that's why I'm not a huge fan. I'm just not okay. very good at it, and it's and my ability of playing it and playing it well hasn't increased any. So I just kind of was like, nah, I don't really need to do this. Hmm. So, but that's we we digress. Uh, I mean, I'll still play it. I will. Like if you guys want to play, like I'll I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> I just snorted. Not only did Brian fart, oh, that was and he asked me not to say anything about it prior to us recording, <laughs> but he also, in, in doing so and erupting in laughter, spit all over me. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyways, and now he's laughing so hard, he's not making any noise. <laughs> <laughs> Moving forward, I just wanted to say real quick, I was the same way until I got like the invective bounty and the um the uh bad juju or, or yeah, the bad juju bounty and all those bounties that require you to play crucible. Yeah, I, I started doing that with Iron Banner and it just made it like as I was playing more and I got used to playing and I got a fusion rifle, you're good. If you have a fusion rifle, you're fine. Like those things, like using running through with murmur and just murdering the person that walks up and just completely evaporating. It's so satisfying. It is. <laughs> so knowing that there's some little shit sitting on the other end of that character. Yeah. It's it just like, makes, what the fuck? It's very satisfying. Pissed yes. off. It's, well, it's beautiful. Somebody like me I've who swears a lot. Oh, I always get so disappointed when somebody kills me with a fusion rifle because exactly. it takes so fucking long for the them charge. to charge. I yeah. know, right? And you're like, that's why you need you mad need at yourself murmur. or sitting like, there. Murmur is the one that... No. Like, this this is why... Like instantaneous or... It's not instantaneous, <laughs> but it's faster than most of the other ones. What's really good is if you get like a plug 1.1 like I did and it has the... <laughs> super long charge. We should just have... We should have like you know how we do episodes like every two weeks like the filler week should just be destiny like we could just talk about <laughs> destiny right, it's a destiny week guys. destiny week destiny but episode number five we'll just have those ones open with our destiny song but yeah there's a spit bubble on my computer monitor oh shit but i'm the, sorry my plug 1.1 has the reduced charge thing so it goes pretty quick but anyway i just think if you played a little bit more of it and found one of the modes that you really liked then it would it would be a different story, but I understand because I never want to. The only reason I was playing that was to get those bounties and to get the Satyrian Rapier. No, that's cool. Mm. And I have I have the Thorn Bounty right now on one of my games, and I also have Bad Juju, so I'm going to have to do it anyways. I just, I don't want to. Like, there's other ways for me to get my enjoyment out of the game, and I don't need to do that. The other thing is that now with the Iron Banner, once you hit level rank three and four or three and five, five you can buy an Etheric Light. Yes. So I'm going to be doing that. That's next week. Yeah. Interesting. So you'll be able to purchase an etheric light and then ascend one of your armors or your weapons or something like right. that. 
So, House well, of Wolves? yeah, let's talk about House of Wolves a little more. I expressed my love for the new game mode. What about you guys? I've done it once and it was fun. I feel like I still haven't really played it because I know that the that the bosses switch up uh, with like level 32 and 34. Um, so I would like to face because I think right now Urax is I think that one of the hive guys is the level 32 and then there's a Vex guy for level 34. And the way like Urox turns the floor to lava at some point or that kind of thing where the floor will hurt you. And you That's need cool. To start. So I like the modifiers that they're adding in and things like that. I like that there are certain things that are like you do more damage in the air or you hit you receive more damage in the air. And they kind yeah. of make you think about it more tactically when you're playing the different like rounds in Prison of Elders. So that's cool. And the idea of having that the uh, Prison of Elders key and then somebody somebody on the 8-4 play podcast called it the Aladdin room where you just you fall <laughs> into the Aladdin room at the end and then you go and use your key. And you get something awesome out of the huge chest. The diamond awesome. in the rock. Yeah, exactly. In it's the the uh, the, 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 the cave of Scrooge McDuck's cave of wonders. Yes, there you thank go. You. The Scroo- money vault. <laughs> yeah, Scrooge McDuck's money vault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I think I think that's cool, and it's I think Prison of Elders is is very interesting. I, I'm looking forward to playing more. I I still haven't gotten like an armor core. Uh, or a weapon core or any of those things. Yeah, oh like my my ones. I, yeah, I haven't touched any of that. I've only played it on twenty eight. So, yeah. so it's it's cool. It's interesting. I'm looking forward to playing more of it. Brian, yeah, I've been waiting for us to all be online at the same time so we can do the level thirty two. Yeah, we yeah. could. Well, you're you're the only one who's behind right now, aren't you? Well, it doesn't matter. I can still play it. I'm at 31. He's just not going to pull his weight as much. Right. He's going <laughs> to fall off the cliff like he did in Trials of Osiris today. Yeah, we went. It's the first round of Trials of Osiris, and he backs up Let's and falls off about the cliff. This. Oh, dude, for real? <laughs> it's just we get two seconds into the game, and it's like a player has died or whatever. <laughs> we're, we're like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> what were you doing? He they walked back. I didn't realize where I was on he the map. He said he got nervous. They, they start <laughs> oh, you okay. off in a place on the map that you don't normally start. No, yeah. Uh, so okay. it's, and, and there's no like guardrail. <laughs> yeah, he takes no, like two we, steps back. We, we, we had the bumpers turned off for this one. but <laughs> So you spawned and the first I instinct you backwards. had was walk backwards? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember <laughs> why I very did typical. It? I wouldn't say. Nah. <laughs> Whatever. I was trying to get as far away from the enemy as possible. Like when you wake up in the morning, do you walk backwards to the bathroom? Too? Yes. Oh, okay. When you were born, did you walk back? No. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I came um, out of the womb backwards. Came out backwards. <laughs> came out feet first. <laughs> oh, dude. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, let's not talk about Kicking that. and screaming, man. Um, so You're John's not doing any much. Do you, do you want to talk about Prison of Elders more? I feel you can like talk we, about yeah, trials I've, if you want to I've talk about trials. I've done it several times. I did it a, two or three times with John. Yeah. And then I did it right. a couple times on my own or, you know, with strangers. And that was kind of a crapshoot. I had some interesting parties there. Yeah. But uh, see, that's the thing. I don't really want to do it with strangers that much because I've, I've like looking at the Destiny subreddit. There have been stories of people that like either fell down the hole at the end and died and then nobody, <laughs> nobody came to revive them because they're assholes. Oh, that's such bullshit. So they missed out on the loot and it pushed them to orbit. That sucks. And I never want that to happen. So I'm looking forward to doing it on like the higher levels and not like I, 
Well, not only that, like if you fall, you don't have to fall like down super fast. There's steps to make your way down. Well, there you slowly, don't unless but. some dick rushes down there. Like when Brian and I were playing it, I was like, I don't know what's going on here. I want to fall straight down, but I think I'll die. And he's like, yeah, you don't have to do that. And then the guy went and opened up one of the chests and it that started the counter. That sparks the counter. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, what the hell? But, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm, sure. I'm 32 on both Xbox and PlayStation now. So anytime you guys want to run Prison of Elders, I'm good. I want yeah. to. I love it. I think it's a great game mode. I still want to so, go back and do Vault of Glass. Too. It's pretty cool. I mean, I, I've played a lot of modes like that over time. I mean, including the what I consider the original, the Gears of War 2 horde mode. So, I mean, it's not quite as good as some well, of the older ones, but it's, it's not, cool that it's part of Destiny and that it actually has good loot. That's really sweet. I mean, on 28, 50% of the time I've done it, I've gotten an exotic, which is pretty awesome odds yeah. for Destiny on, low, on only 28. I can only imagine what, like, what the higher level ones are like. See, and I feel like that's one of those things we've got a, a really skewed view of it because we're not the guys that have been running the raid weekly. Like a lot of other people do. Yeah. I feel like I feel like with the raid you would have the same luck. It might not be an exotic that you uh, want, but I think my yeah, my view of the raid situation is kind of skewed too. Cause yeah. when I did Vault of Glass like a few like a long time ago, I did it a few times within like a week. Yeah. I mean, I didn't complete it every time because you only get rewards once. But yeah. uh, like the first time I went through halfway, I got all kinds of cool shit. I got yeah. like two exotics, like five or six shards, a legendary. And then the next time I went through, I did all right. But then when I actually finished it, I got nothing. I got chatter white, which is the shader that everybody gets. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, you never know. You might get a prison of elders where you open up the chest and it's like, here's 20 glimmer and, a shader. Well, no, every time but. I've played, I've always walked out with three new modes of light and three new strange coins. Yeah. So you at least get that. And then I haven't always gotten a weapon or an engram, but I've always gotten that at the very least, which is good yeah. because you, that means you could run Prison of Elders four times and you can walk away with a new exotic from Xur every week. So you get you get those strange coins and modes of light regardless I'm of pretty how sure, many times yeah. you do it per mm-hmm. week? Because I did it, I did it twice this week, and I, I walked away with six strange coins and six motes of light. That's sweet. All right. Unless it is random, and I just I don't know. Like I don't know what is guaranteed anymore. Those side chests, if you redo it once in the week, do those have loot in them still? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Those are the only. Those are the ones you can open no matter what. You need the key to open the center. Yeah, one. but I just didn't know if that like because if you have the key to open the center one, you can do that as many times as you have the key, no matter what level you play it on. So I guess the only things that you only get once are like the armor core, the weapon core, the etheric light, yes, and the, and the rep from like level 32, once 34, a week. 35. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. That's the weekly reset kind of thing. But mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that it gives everyone a lot of options, but I mean, like the biggest complaint is that all the options are slight variations of the same thing in this game in general. But Yeah. Yeah. I, it's enough for me. I don't expect as much as some people do, I guess. Like, I have other games to play if I get bored of Destiny. I feel like people think they can play Destiny 24-7 and not get bored somehow. Oh, no, I played for eight hours straight on Monday, and I needed a break so bad. Well, that's just one of those things I feel like like what we've talked about previously, where it's like, 
the whole, I swear to God, you guys rip on me 13 or 14 more times and I'm out of here. Like, I swear to God. That's the I play, second basketball reference yeah. today, by, if I, by the if way. I, if I play 30 or 40 more hours of this game, I swear to God, I'm going to be dumb, done. Because it's just. It's, <laughs> it'll, it'll make you dumb. Well, yeah, yeah that too. It's working. But I think it's one of those things where people are like, how can you expect to get more than so many hours out of it? I, I guess I'm not the kind of guy who was playing MMOs. I didn't sit there playing Warcraft and you know, getting 30 hours out of it and having 90% of that being flying mounts going to the stupid cave that I'll, I need to go I'll to. I'll tell you right now, I'm having way... I've played I played a lot of World of Warcraft. Yeah. I'm having way more fun playing Destiny than I ever did playing World of Warcraft. Really? Yes. You were like super addicted. I didn't see John. He's my best friend, and I didn't see him for months. Well, it's because I mean, he moved to Germany. Austria. <laughs> Dickless. Austria. Austria. It's the same thing. No, it's but not. I, I, know. <laughs> I know. I know. No, anyway, I did. I you moved at least, to Europe. We just lost all of our Austrian podcasts. No, I was yeah. talking to him. I didn't but see him online or do even anything. More because fuck Austria. No, I don't know. Excuse I'm sorry. me? I'm just joking. Yeah. Anyways, no. Yeah, you were super addicted to that. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. But as soon as... Like, Destiny is like the perfect combination of what I loved about MMOs and what I love about first-person shooters. Yeah. So it, it just combines two genres of gaming that I really, really enjoy into like this perfect, cohesive awesomeness. That's how I feel about it. So it's it's nice to have a game that finally does it. And I and I think like yeah, I'm obviously like we all agree that Prison of Elders is cool and and that House of Wolves is fun and we had a good time with it, right? Okay. Because yeah. I want to move on from that. Um yeah, and it kind of leads into this. Like where where do you want to see the game go from here, I guess? Like, I, I wanted to say real quick, the line of quests, the actual story from House of Wolves was way better this time around than it was for oh yeah. the Dark Below. Definitely. The Vestian Dynasty is a really, really cool weapon, and I want to see more sidearms if they yeah. decide to do that. I, I see myself using that a lot longer than I did Murmur. Yeah. Which I thought was cool at the time, but it's yeah. I, it's in my but now to like now. take down those captains that have ridiculous shields and like that's that thing is such a like a, a good tool. It's a great to tool. I oh, actually yeah. when I was playing regular Crucible the other day, which I haven't done much in the last couple months, um, I saw somebody using it and it really? was actually very effective because you can tear through people. With oh, them. the yeah. Vestian Dynasty makes doing the Archon Priest strike way easier. Yeah, totally, totally, but. Uh, and then the other thing, uh, Trials of Osiris is insanely hard, and I don't think I'm ever going to get to see Mercury with the nine and the, the Crucible Handler just made me feel bad. Yeah, like he made me feel it's like, come on, guys! Every time you die, he's like, "That was a shame," <laughs> and then you, then you should, feel ashamed. You should walk backwards off that cliff <laughs> <laughs> and don't come back. But right. uh, yeah, no, where, where do you want to see the game go from here? I mean, I thought it'd be cool. Like everybody complains about the story. And I was telling Brian the other day that I would totally find people to play a tabletop RPG of destiny <laughs> where it, it explains the story. And I think you now have an audience of people that are interested in the game and would love to do that sort of thing. Like, is that something you guys would be into it? Or like, even like I was saying, the grimoire cards, make a card game out of that. Like, the other thing that I would love to see is for them to actually make the ships useful and do like star fighting and shit. Like, oh yeah, that'd be that amazing. would be awesome. Like, yeah. so I, I'm just curious, like where you guys would like to see it go. Well, I don't know. I think in terms of like this version of the game, I think I will probably cool down on this in a couple of weeks. And then what will get me back in is them giving me an arc class for the warlock, like for giving you that next subclass. Yeah. That yeah. would be cool. 
But it has to be in the works. They have a fucking slot in yeah, every character for exa- an extra like it's coming subplot. at some point. But um, I, what I feel like I would really like is to see them take this world because everybody was so kind of dissatisfied by the story. Like it, doing the card game thing would be cool. Like if they had a Hearthstone app, for, yeah, that would be sweet. That, yeah, but I think even on top of that, if they went and just made like a here is a. 10 hour downloadable $20 story of destiny thing. Like that was just, you can take your character, plop them in and play through it solid like that. That'd be interesting to me. I don't know how it would work. There'd be a lot of stuff that they have to figure out, but I think if they start informing the world that way, then I wouldn't be so down on the fact that you get maybe four missions with every four or five missions, every expansion pack. Right. That's all that we, I think that would be interesting to see them start exploring those other avenues to really flesh out the world. Cause right now I'm like, here's the moon, here's Venus. That's the reef. I don't really get any sense of like, like I still don't understand well, who, where the Vex came from or what the cabal are doing on Mars. Like I don't, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the other thing. find out why you were dead at the beginning of the game? Well, that's so there's, there's, because there's you so many cease to live. There's yeah, so much shit. And then you just come back. Yep. There's a whole other rest of Earth to explore yeah. for one, and you have how many? Like we have what four other planets we could possibly reside at? Well, now there's the Mercury Social Space. If you get Nine Winds and Trials of Osiris, but <laughs> are they going to give you missions for that or what? Like what's you know? There's there's so many different ways this can go, and then if they somehow incorporate like wormholes that take you to new galaxies and things like the possibilities are endless. It, exactly, and I think that's essentially what they were trying to create. Because if I recall correctly, Bungie said. You know, we we want this to be like a ten year franchise. Mm-hmm. Like they want to get at least ten years of growth out of this. And I like, like Assassin's I think, Creed. I think they've got a good start, mm-hmm. but I really want to know where they're gonna go. I think if they figure out a way of like it would be really cool if going to like if you're going to touch down on Mercury, maybe maybe everything that you do on Mercury is like a certain kind of game. Like it's not like yeah, it's first person. We can kind of assume that, but maybe there's more of like a what if you got down to Mercury and you find this new weapon that's like a portal gun, and then it's just you're oh, playing Portal yeah. on Mercury, and then okay, you hop over to some Sparrow other Sparrow races, yeah, like Sparrow like, racing, yeah, like put the golden saucer on like Jupiter or something, and then go down to the golden saucer and race your sparrows, like I like do different things like that. I think would be really cool, right? Or even like you saying the thing about Earth just made me be like, what if they did Fallout, but it's Destiny? And you walk you just around explore, in an open world. You explore the world. You're exploring like the I don't know parts of Europe that are just completely run down because the Earth is like dead, or maybe the, it's not dead. Fallen. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't know what's happening in the rest of the universe. I want to know that. So I think they're really, really good at fleshing out new game ideas and and grinding on the mechanics until they actually like make sense and fit and and work well together and inform each other. I think they should focus more on figuring out how to expand the world, how to really like start informing you of the world that you're spending. Cause I've spent how many hours in this and I still don't feel like I, I would like to believe that that is exactly what they have planned, but yeah. I mean, they could completely disappoint us. Maybe. I, don't know. I the thing is, I, this is all set up, you know, right. for something much bigger. Right. But I don't know if it is. <laughs> I don't know if they're just going to be like Destiny 2 out next fall. Here's 
10 more missions. This is another raid. I mean, Check what out if these weapons, you know, I'm just spitballing again. Like what if you, you level your characters, right? You as, you as a user can have three characters. You level those up. Then they introduce like destiny tactical and it's like XCOM and you have your three characters. That'd be awesome. And you take them in and it's that all strategy awesome. turn-based. Like I could do, I could do this all day, I, man. Like t- I would like to see them do more with the so-called social spaces that you cannot socially interact with any other player whatsoever other than forming flash mobs. I would like I mean, them to do awesome. more with that. <laughs> there should be activities of some sort, some sort of mini games, I think. They could do they could draw from the grimoire card like mythology or whatever and then work it into like a CCG that you could play against other players yeah. in the social areas. So that's the thing. It'd that's be cool. Way, that might be too far out of the FPS realm for them to like explore that. But I think it'd be cool. Put a team of like three programmers on it. The cards are already made. All you have to do is create a game out of it. And that, I mean, I think that's one of the, like they have publishing giant Activision behind them on this one. Right. They should start being like Activision should be like, here's this small team. Figure out some kind of side game app. Well, so Hearthstone is mildly successful, right? And it's Activision. Yeah. And it's mildly, Activision. no, it's it's large. Yeah, so why can't they successful. just take the team from Hearthstone and say make a game out of the Grimoire cards? They're too busy working on Hearthstone. Take- Hearthstone has like it's had two expansions so far, and they're probably working but, on more. But still, it's one of those things where it's like okay. Let's build a team to make Hearthstone for Destiny. You can take all the lessons learned from Hearthstone and just start there. Like, I feel like that would be a good place to... Like, I think they have the abilities to do these things. I think it's just so hard that they're working within the architecture of a game that they started building, like, five years ago that there's not... There's so many little nooks and crannies and things like that that it would be really hard to interconnect everything. Another thing is I would say you can expect a lot more out of the sequel because... They built this game and they had a seriously hard time doing it with the uh, old generation consoles in mind. Like everything that runs on the new generation runs on the old generation, just way lower resolution. Yeah, but they, the there's a lot less memory to work with on those consoles, See, which is why it took them so long to upgrade the vault space and such yeah. because they had to do it for both generations at the same time which was difficult apparently with the memory limitations but that's that's not going to be a problem next time the sky's the limit sort of is it though because i feel like they still need to build off of this engine like i think i think they fail if i can't download destiny 2 and play it by booting destiny 1 like, I think that's a failure. And they can't do that if they're going to be like, okay, you know what? Your character transfers, but forget all the rest of that game. Here's the new one. They you don't have to improve the graphics much. I'm not even saying improve the graphics, but the mechanics behind, like the fact that they couldn't fix that stupid heavy weapon ammo bug. Yeah. Because of the fact, like, and they still can't totally do it because of they built so much garbage on top of it since it started five years ago. That's worrisome that to me says that this game cannot grow in the way that we're talking about like i just i don't think it's technically possible for them to expand this beyond where it's at without taking another five years to be like here's our engine for this generation and oh wait the generation's over again i think it's 
it's hard. Like these, I think these are a lot of like the quandaries of game development in the first place. But yeah, they just have to like I guess Destiny Two exclusive to PC. We also don't want them to pull a Ubisoft and use the same engine for like yeah, I don't know ten years or whatever. And I think we might get a little bit more out of it at E3. We'll get an indication of like okay, they're sprinkling Destiny Two on us, or they're like oh hey, Destiny Two Point out this fall. And it's like an update to this title, and it's just more of the game same. Game of the year. <laughs> Destiny, the game of the year edition. Well, it's that's, $10 that's obviously going to happen. Next month. Oh, I would be furious. Gives you everything, plus you get to go to Mercury for pre-ordering it. You get 10 tumblers. <laughs> Here's a garage with 10 tumblers in it. Corey, what about you? <laughs> what would you like to see done? Oh, man, dude. Not have I mean you haven't done the expansions yet, so you don't really know where it goes from no. where you're at. But I, I mean, can't really give much insight. Is what sort of things like what what sort of things would you like to see happen in the game? Um, well, actually, it's um, I actually have been thinking about this for a while. Um, what we said earlier in uh, PvP capture the flag would be awesome. I would love to see that. Absolutely, that'd be uh, an amazing. Yes, thank you for mentioning that because yeah. I always think that. I've never had any more fun with a shooter ever, I think, with playing with friends in the same room as I did with the original Halo playing Capture the Flag, yeah. which yep. they fucking made. I've played all kinds of Capture the Flag games over the years, but that was by far the best one. Hmm. So, yes. Yeah, I mean, that would be great. That's, I'm Sorry. a Capture the Flag guy. Actually, I, expect, I didn't ask anybody, which I probably am better idea that I didn't ask anybody ahead of time because I probably wouldn't have bought the game. But then when I went into the, when I unlocked crucible and then I went in there, I was like, where the fuck is the capture the flag at? Cause like, right. Gotta have it. So, I mean, they'll probably do that. I mean, I'm sure we're not the only people that think that it should have that, but, and as far as anything else, um, I'd really like a more interactive environment. Personally, I feel like, uh, there's, a limitations to what you can do with the environment as far as like jumping onto ledges and things like that trying to like you don't do a lot of pvp john but like like in the crucible i'm trying to jump on top of this pipe so i can get that's like way up there so i can get a good vantage point with my sniper rifle or rocket launcher or whatever but you hit a wall but yeah but you're hitting this invisible wall. wall because they didn't engineer the you know, the environments to do things like that like and little stuff too just like if i shoot glass i want it to break you know what i mean like yeah, things like that. I mean, yeah, but again, those could just be limitations they put on the game because of the fact that they they have to keep in mind the previous right. generation. Yeah, no. So definitely with like Destiny 2.0, whatever it is, like it, it, it that could be part of it. Having a more interactive, yeah. a more open, a more accessible environment. Yeah, no, that's that was a huge. That's a huge thing for me. It like, does seem kind of behind the times. That that it bothered me a lot when I started it? playing, and I and I yeah. think I've gotten used it still to does, it. Still does, but it's still me. it's one of those things where I think. The fact that it's like, oh, that spin metal is sparkling. I can go and hit square to pick it up. And that's like all that the environment does. Is yeah. Then really that's kinda, it. You know, like, I mean, yeah. I mean, for crucible stuff was where I really noticed yeah. the limitation. And I like, it's like I could lay waste to these fuckers if I could just get up there and do it. And it looks like you can and it looks like you can jump high enough, but you just can't do it because like we said, there's that invisible wall there. So, right. Um, other than that, I mean you know, I'll unravel it as I play it more, but that's really, those are really the only two points that I'd like to see right on. So, well, is that it? Yeah, I think so. 
I mean, know. unless you guys want to argue some more about the Blades of Crota. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's yeah, out. no, we better leave that one alone. I thought <laughs> agree to disagree. I thought they were going to hit each other. No, that's cool. I mean, we're just over the hour mark at this point anyway, so. Oh, man. Well, anyways, really, that's just the fastest way to do it is if you just redo I that understand. mission. I just think <laughs> just there should be quick. options. I just think you should just do I it. I think fast. you should and still they're off. this part out. At yeah. least they didn't take out the fastest way to do it. Okay. That's great. If you Thanks, want, guys. you guys can do a separate podcast just for that. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. We need the Destiny podcast. The yeah. Destiny, bonus episode, Blades the Mid- of Crota Midwest argument. Destiny podcast, Blades of Crota episode. It'd probably do really House well, actually. Anyways, uh, if you're listening along and you like what you hear, even if you don't, please do send us feedback via email at MidwestGameNerds at gmail.com or via Twitter at MGN Podcast. Thanks to Youp and David Steele for hitting us up on Facebook. We'd love for more of you people to do that as well. Uh, thank you, Corey, for joining us on this episode. I hope you had a good time. It has been awesome. Good. And I hope you come back for some more in the future. I'd love to get you and Jason on here at the same time. <laughs> it would just be insane. Uh, yeah. That'd so. Be good. Um, don't forget to do all of your Amazon shopping at amazon.midwestpodcastnetwork.com so we can take some of your money and uh, put it towards more video games. And thanks again to Au for our theme song. Again, you can check out more of his tunes at soundcloud.com slash ahh-ooh. Alex, what's up next for the film nerds? Next week, uh, we are reviewing San Andreas starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Um, Is that about Grand Theft Auto? No, it's about Dude. a big earthquake. Right on. On the San Andreas Fault. I know Tim is excited for it. And well, Tim just loves The Rock, too. so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He reviewed awesome. Hercules last year. You were there for that one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so look for that. I just realized during this podcast that I completely forgot to do the Mad Max, Mad Max retrospective. So that's still going to happen at some point, too. But unfortunately, Willie had to get married and all kinds of other crap. That's not unfortunate. Well, I mean, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> because because we didn't get to... No, you didn't have time for it. Fans. No, I get it. Unfortunate for all the listeners. Yeah, our tens of fans that we have. They're right. very, very so. angry. But, you know, we'll get to it. Right on. Well, anyways, thank you all for listening. Hope to see you while here. Have you listen to us next time. And uh, that's all. Peace out. Peace out.